Tanner Mooney. Yes, sir. How you doing, Bob? Doing good. How about yourself, man? Man, we're doing good. We're doing good. What you up to today? Oh, shoot. Just working a little bit. Trying to get by. Yeah. So tell everybody what you do. Well, I'm a uh, car auctioneer. That's what I do for a living. Yes, sir. I'm a car auctioneer for a living and uh, try to to hunt as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. What kind of, do you do some big auctions? Yeah, I work for, so I work for Mannheim, which is one of the largest auction companies in in the world. And uh, I'm one of their auctioneers. Oh, wow. Wow. Congratulations. (laughs) That's a big deal, man. So do you have to go to college and stuff for that or how does that work? You go to auctioneer school, which is basically like college. That's very cool. You go, uh, go to auctioneer school and go through. It's basically the same thing as going to college for any other trade. Okay. All right. Very cool. Very cool. And you're what? How old are you? I'm 23. 23. 23. How long have you been hunting? Shoot. All my life. <laughs> all my life. As long as I can remember. I remember when I was a little kid, my grandpa and dad taking me. Yeah. I can't. I can't never remember not having a coon dog tied up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And you do a little squirrel dogging too, huh? Yes, sir. Squirrel hunt too. We we squirrel hunt about as much as we coon hunt, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about your squirrel dogs. Uh, squirrel dogs. I started off, we've always had some squirrel dogs around all my life. Uh, started off, I got in with a guy and went with a mountain cur. And right. uh, started doing some competition hunts. Um, done really well with him. Got him in the finals of a couple world hunts done really good and uh then we started me my grandpa my dad and my uncle my great uncle we started raising our own line of fice that originated up from a guy up in kentucky and okay. we've been hunting them now our own line of dogs for a couple of years now yeah I'm doing yeah. really well. well very cool very cool so now uh what made you want to do the transition between uh the the squirrel dogs all the way moving on over to the coon dog side of things well i like a I like a big mouth dog. Always have. Uh, I'm not one for a dog that's got an average mouth. I like a dog with a big mouth. I like to hear a race. Oh, I like yeah. to hear that big when they come hooked and that big. Oh, that's what I. Yeah, <laughs> that, that big long draw out ball and roll yeah. it over. I like a dog that really blows through there and come hooked and it, it's exciting to me. And yeah. that's what I really like about the king dogs. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell me. Uh, so now your your granddaddy. Uh, now where, yes, where, where did he originate from? Tell me, tell me about your granddaddy. He originated up in LJ, Georgia, which is okay. up in the north, north, north part of Georgia, up in the mountains. I am actually a fourth generation coon hunter. Oh. He is my, my grandpa's daddy coon hunted. I don't know if you'd say coon hunted. They hunted. It was possums, yeah. coons, whatever, whatever they could tree. If it went up, it come down. That's right. And so, uh. Meat dogs. My grand, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And uh, my granddaddy, he's a very competitive man, and I think that's where I get it from. And he, uh, so he started doing the comp hunts and stuff, done really well. He used to own the Magnum dog at one ace that Ronnie Stroud went on one ACHA world hunt with. And really, so he had some, yes, sir. So he had some really, he, he set the bar high, let me put it that <laughs> way. And, uh, but he coon hunted. He's probably taught me between him and my dad's probably taught me everything I know about yeah. coon hunting as well as some other close friends. And so we've got, yeah, he, he really set the bar high and got me into it. He's the first one that really took me coon hunting. And, uh, he's still to this day, if I have a question about a dog, if I'm working on a young dog, that's not quite doing right. Or, you know, I've got a question that I don't, I don't know the answer to. I'll always call <laughs> pop and it seems like he's got it. You know? What about when you mess up? So, oh, he tells me about that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. If I'm if I'm doing a good job, he's the first one to pat me on the back. But if I'm doing a bad job, he's the first one to tell me I'm doing wrong. So, That's good though. I guess it keeps you straight, doesn't it? Keeps me right. Keeps yeah. me right. Makes, yeah, keeps yeah. me on my toes. Let's say that. And your daddy's Dave Mooney. And yes, sir. That's your mother's right. Amy. Am I correct? Amy. Amy. Yes, okay. And yes, uh, your dad's a coon hunter. Yes, sir. He coon hunts, squirrel hunts. He's my dad is probably really and truly more competitive than I am as far <laughs> as the competition side of things. He don't he don't do a lot of competitions anymore. When he was younger, he did a lot, hunted a lot of comp hunts. But yeah, he's dad. He hunts with me a couple nights a week. Dad's really good with pups. He's 
I kind of get aggravated with pups and I'll send them on to daddy and he'll, he can, he can kind of get them straightened out and get them back where I can go to tuning on them a little bit more. Dad's, a, dad's more of a pup man than, more than pup I man. am. So. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So I, I, um, uh, I met you, uh, it's going to be about four years now, not right. Something like that. Three yes, to sir. four years ago we met, uh, we actually met at autumn Oaks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And your, your dad and you yourself. That you come yes, to the sir. tent and I was holding a puppy in my hands, a little female. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, we'll get into the female in a minute. Uh, and yeah. uh, it already brings a tear to my eye when I start talking about it. There's a lot of memories yeah. between me and Tanner in this story. Yeah. This automotive will be four years. There you go. Okay. So, so yeah, almost four years we've known each other. And, uh, you know, one, one thing I, I want to say up front, guys, before he gets into this story is uh when i met this young man he met an made a huge impression on me and my family he was as humble as the day is long i mean what you see with this young man is what you get uh he just absolutely blew me away he blew my father away uh and we got some pretty cool stories we could share that him and i him and i've had a lot of good stories and a lot of good times over the years uh but if you want to go ahead and we'll talk uh talk about fancy and talk about uh talk about little female judge yeah. you used to have yeah, so uh, we was at Autumn Oaks. Uh, we was up there hunting. Me and my dad was walking around looking at all the stud dogs. And I, I seen your dad. I actually met your dad first. And yeah. old spider, Breaking Bad, was tied out there under the tent. And I looked at him and I said, that sucker right there is a coon dog. Right. So I've never been hunting with him. But I can look at him and tell you, he's, your, he's for real. For those who don't know, my dad was handling Breaking Bad at the time. He was yeah. handling uh, Lawrence Davis. Lawrence Davis out of South, South Florida. He had, had uh, Breaking Bad spider. He won the CHA, CHKC World Championship, and then we ended up handling him a little afterwards for a few years, and then uh, we, we were breeding him. And uh, this is the litter you're talking about off of the Trackman Cross, I think. Yes, sir. Yeah. Off of the Trackman female. And so me and your dad got to talking right there, and he had a litter of putts that he was selling. as under the tent. And uh, it's kind of funny how I acquired the female I got. There was a big, pretty male pup in the litter. The, to me, the prettiest one. He was about twice the size of them. And uh, me and your dad got to talking, and then he introduced me to you, and we all got to talking, talking about how those dogs were bred and how great they were doing. And so yeah. me and dad bought a pup. I bought that male pup. Well, come the end of the week, there was this runt female that was still there. Yeah. Nobody had bought her. She was still sitting there. Yeah. And my dad, being who he is, my dad actually picked her out. My dad went up there, and him and your dad was talking, and, Next thing I know, I stand at the camper, and here comes Dad with this little runt pup in his hands. And I said, "What in the world are you doing?" He said, "I got, I bought this pup." I said, "I said, is that the one that was up there that Mister Wayne had?" And he said, "Yeah." He said, "The little mate to that male pup." I said, "That thing won't be worth a flip." I said, "She's little." I said, "She won't." I said, "She might grow to be as big as a baby." <laughs> so to make a long story short, we bought them, we brought them home, and. Uh, as usual, dad was right. But that little female now, when she started, buddy, she started. Yeah. And done really well. And I got to, I kind of took her from dead daddy. <laughs> we got the, I got the hunter. And man, she was just a straight natural. String tunes, looking real good. And uh, ended up putting her, putting her in some hunts, ended up losing her. Uh, she was probably one of the best, one of the best young females I'd ever turned loose by far. Um, just a straight natural big mouth blow through the country get treed not so just all around nice little female yeah and uh and you ended up losing so her. so end up yes sir end up losing her uh kind of a kind of a hard blow there ended up losing her but you know we we can't hunt we go on to go looking for the next one yeah yeah and, and that's uh, hard to do it's hard to replace them because i don't know if, it's you know, very do you ever truly replace them I don't think you do. I think you try to find one that's as much like them as possible. Yeah. But you don't, you don't completely replace them. I can go over a lot of dogs I've had over the years that have been great ones. And I'm always looking. I never find one identical to them, but I yeah. try to look for the same qualities all of them's had. Yeah. 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 And that, you know, and that's the hardest thing is you, when you, when you get that special one <laughs> mm -hmm. and then you get one after that special one, you go, Oh boy, you got some big oh, yeah. shoes to fill boy. You got some big exactly. shoes. I mean, I, I remember coming from bacon bad 
and uh, that was his, that dog was honest as day is long. And trying to like, come back from Breaking Bad after that, I was like, <laughs> "Oh no, we got a journey for us," you know. But yeah. you know, uh, you ended up losing Josie, and uh, a few months later, I ended up losing dog that I was in love with. Right. And uh, it, we both, we kind of came together. You called me one day, just out yeah. of the middle of nowhere, and uh, I called you because I had a blue dog. I had yeah. Barker Creek Team Savvy Grand Night Go Team. We won a lot with. Big chemo. And, um, Shout out to chemo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's, uh, he's, pro he's still probably one of the best ones I've laid in a long time. But for those chemo, who know, I am, for those don't know this man ain't colorblind, chemo is a blue tick. I'll hunt anything as long as they're good. I'm That's not right. colorblind. That's right. But uh, chemo ended up getting cut at blue tick days. Yeah. Had the cast one, got in a drain pipe. I mean, just looked phenomenal all night. Got in a drain pipe, got cut. Where do you well, I'm sitting here right on his from his flank all the way under his belly up to his other flank. They put 138 stitches in him and had to do laser surgery to keep his basically to keep his guts from falling out. Good gracious. He uh and he he come back, but he never did really come back from yeah. it. He never was a hundred percent again. Took a lot out of but, it. But uh yeah. But my long story short, I was sitting there with nothing to hunt. Yeah. Uh didn't have anything. And so I, I was handling some dogs for some other people at the time, you know, handling some different dogs. But still, I was sitting there with nothing to hunt. Yeah. And so I got to thinking, me and my dad was actually talking one day, and I was thinking, I was like, man, I got to find something. I got to find something. And I tried some dogs, and I, man, I couldn't find nothing. that suited me. And I was sitting there, I was like, well, you know what? I said, I'll just start from scratch. I'm just going to call Jason and see if they got any more pups off Spider. Yeah. So I called you. And me and you got to talking and we was talking about dogs and everything else. And he said, you know what? I'll tell you what I've got. I've got a little female that's a litter mate for the one you lost. Yeah. Why don't you come down here and visit with me? And uh, he said, he said, we'll try to work something out. Yeah. So, and for those who don't know, this dog, <laughs> she slept with me. She slept mm -hmm. in my bed. I mean, when he come and he met her, she was in the house. <laughs> Dinner day. She was in the house and she is my yes, baby. Sir. And uh, yes, I love this dog. And she was truly uh, one of the, she was a natural starter uh, right from the get go. Uh, she was just amazing. And as I say, she, we're talking about fancy. Um, right. And, and I trained her and, and just briefly broke her in. And then Tanner's went ahead and he's, he's starting to finish her on out. And uh, man, I can't wait to hear this story. But so I, so I come down to Florida and I get to look at her and I say, Man, she looks identical to the Josie female I had. Identical to her. I act like her whole nine. And so me and Jason wound up, we got to talking and sparked up a deal there and ended up taking her home with me. And she's been right here in Carnesville, Georgia ever since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, How's she, she doing for you? She's doing real good. We took her last night. She looked good. Things wasn't moving. Blew to there like one's supposed to. Winded one, got three, but look good 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 and you got a uh, english dog as well right yes sir uh he is uh his name is hard time slim hard time slim he goes back he, go, he goes back the same like the bam dog that i used to own the hard time bam dog and is okay. out of a cabin creek rowdy female now the bam dog he was quite a winner too wasn't he yes sir yes sir he uh ended up making silver champion grand night we won several things with him overall. Pete's Classic. Um, I got a cast winner at the Peach State Jamboree PKC hunt. Uh, finished him, got in at the Georgia State with him. Finished third at the Georgia State with him. Uh, there's a, we won a lot of hunts with him. And he won a lot of Carter Maupin originally had Bam. They got him in the Final Four of the Grand American. Won the Tennessee State hunt with him. Man. Got him in the top 100 of the world. So Carter and them had done a lot of winning with him before I got him. And then we've done a lot more winning with him after I got him. And Slim, he's he's not a lot of people's cup of tea, but I like him. He's, he's about like Bam was. He's dead silent on the ground, but he's going to be through there in just a couple of minutes treated with a cane by himself. Yeah, and deadly accurate, I bet. Deadly, deadly accurate. Like I say, he's, he's going to be a quarter strike if – if I beat you on strike, something is bad. <laughs> it's wrong. Coon ain't uh, moving. The coon ain't moving. No, he, 
Yeah. He's 25 and 100. You yeah. know, he's going to be – he's one of them just slip through there and get this self. And you know, things. Tanner, it seems like, you know, those 25 and 100 dogs, uh, you, you mm -hmm. speak that quite a bit. And I think a lot of hunters speak of 25 and 100. Yeah, we, mm -hmm. we can't hunt them 25 and 100 dogs. The thing is, even Breaking Bad, we'll go back to Breaking Bad. Uh, Breaking Bad was a 50, maybe a 25. And usually he's a twi right. 25. But the thing is right. about it, uh, he put it meat at the end of the at the end of the tree. When you when you got that right. tree, there was meat. And you know, right. some people criticize a lot of dogs that that don't open on track a lot. But I've come to notice that those dogs don't open a lot on track. Sometimes are the deadliest dogs to compete against because they they're through the country and, and they'll blow your doors off. Well, that, and I've noticed, I've kind of, it's not on purpose, but for some reason all my life, I've always hunted a quarter and a hundred strike, you know, type dog. And uh, to me, and I think it's just because the reason I keep going to those dogs is because they're so active. Right. They don't say nothing on the ground, but th what them dogs are doing is running through the woods with their head and air winding canes and they're treeing canes behind you. Yeah. Most, a lot, a lot of the time, the good ones, the yeah. good ones are. The good ones are treeing canes behind you. And on them bad nights, you know, I had Slim with me last night. Like I say, coons were not moving. Those bad nights when coons aren't moving and you got to wind a layup that's been there all day and half the night when you cut loose them dogs like that that's running through the woods with their head in there trying to wind layup coons, they'll they'll beat your doors yeah. off all night. They'll beat the brakes off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Now, your little fancy female, is she starting to click along pretty good? And uh, She's doing. What, what kind of dog is she? really well. What kind of dog is she compared to Slim? What's the difference between the two dogs? She's a little different. She's one of those. I'm not going to say she's 100 out of the truck, but she's going to be 75. She's the only dog I believe I've ever hunted that's going to get open quick. <laughs> she's going to get struck. If she's running something, I heard a, I heard Barry Kitty say one time about a wipeout dog. It, if they're opening, they're running something with blood in it. It's and got I believe blood. that's kind of the kind of the way she is you know she's going to get struck get through there but the thing about fancy she has a great nose she can work up them bad tracks and coons that haven't that haven't moved and if they are moving look out you in for a show because yeah, she's gonna that show little heifer catch them on the ground too yes she sir i've catch. had her catch a couple on the ground she's fast yeah. as a lot yeah yeah um, now you've handled she's got for, that you've handled for other people right Yes, sir. I've uh, I've done some done some handling for other guys. I've handled for handled for Tim Bolden a little bit. Um, handled for that Mr. Danny Kastner down here in the house a little bit. Handled for handled for several other people. I handled a little blue female that we got in the top one hundred at the UKC World Hunt. She was super nice. I've handled I've done some handling for other people. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So now at uh, twenty three years old, um, getting married. Yes, sir. Get married. It's coming September. Coming September, huh? Yes, oh, sir. Man. Yes, oh, sir. man. So what makes you more nervous? Sitting in the What's last cast of the world, hunt or getting married? Get married by far. <laughs> <laughs> Cheyenne, I know you're going to slap the snot out of him when you hear this. No, <laughs> uh, no. Nah, nah, I'm just I'm just joking. I, I don't know. She's she's my best friend. You know, Good she you. she goes hunting with me, too, so. It's it's a good deal. I, I ain't too I ain't too bad nervous about it. Yeah. I don't know. I get to I got I get to shape pretty bad. I get the final cast of world hunt. But. Yeah, yeah. I hear you there. Now you got you're also showing dogs. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Yes, what are you showing? I'm showing a Walker male dog that actually come from uh, Miss Janice Hunter, your mother. Oh, my mom. Second wins. That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> a, a second wins dog. Me and me and my fiance Cheyenne. She's kind of she's kind of stolen from me here lately, but we're showing him pretty good. Got a little blue tick female that Cheyenne's showing doing really well with. Yeah, y'all just done a little winning with, with both of them, didn't you? Yes, sir. Up at uh, Leopard Days a couple weeks ago. Yeah, done pretty good. He went. He went best male of breed on Friday and Saturday. Uh, she went best female of breed on Saturday and best female of show on Friday. Wow, congratulations. So, thank you. Okay. So, Tanner, I want to know if you were to give a piece of advice for someone that is out there, they're getting into the sport of coon hunting. Mm -hmm. If you were to give one piece of advice to start with a coon dog, what breed would you go with? If I was going to start with a coon dog, 
if I was going to start, say if I was going to get an eight-week-old pup and start yeah. him from scratch, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this, but I would go with a walker. Yeah. They, to, to me, they start a little quicker. Now, not saying other breeds don't. I've had English dogs start quick. I've had blue dogs start quick. I've had black dogs start quick. Um, like I say, like you said a while ago, I'm not colorblind. I'll hunt anything that will create game. <laughs> yeah. But to me, the walker dogs, they start a little quicker. They got a little more brains. They, you know, the, it's no problem getting them to go hunting. Yeah. I've got I've got two young walker pups now. One's seven months old. One's eight months old. And they, they'll bust a hole in the dark every night you take them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think um, you made some good points there. You made some really good points. And I, I'm going to tell you something else that I think that's missed is, uh, you know, camaraderie. You know, taking people yes, hunting. You know, we got to get that's more right. people in this sport having fun and, uh, you know, take a kid hunting. I it was. I, I like old Floyd, which he's getting on up there in years now. And the yeah. cool thing about Floyd is I got him over as a kid that hunts with me. Kind of want to give a shout out to him, Zach King. Zach kid King. Down the Big shout out, yes, Zach sir. King. Yes, sir. He lives about the hardest hunting 13 year old you will ever meet in your life. He texted me a while ago, want to go hunt tonight. <laughs> so, and, and we just got done hunting last night. Well, so, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Zach have his own dog. Zach's got Floyd. Uh oh. So he going to put a whooping on you with your old dog. That's what he says. Every <laughs> night we go hunting, we have a little mop. He's been doing a lot of winning and the youth hunts and stuff. We hauled him up to youth nationals last year, and so he's got Floyd over. There. We got him a dog he can win with. And wait a minute, buddy, you, he's, you you hauled him? I hauled him up there, yes, sir. Oh, uh, yes, sir. So. so let's let's uh. So what made you want to take Zach up to youth nationals? Well, I'm going to tell you, that kid hunts with me, it don't matter if it's pouring down rain or the best weather you can ask. If I text Zach and say, you want to go hunting? He said, when are you going to be here to pick me up? That's I'm right. ready. That's right. So he, he puts a lot of work in. I'm telling you, all if I didn't have Zach, I'd be hunting by myself, to be honest with you. Half the time, I've got a couple other guys I hunt with, but a lot of times it's just it's just me and old Zach attack. So yeah, we, yeah. we, go, we try to go about every night we can. And he's he's a tremendous help to me. Help helps me with pups. Helps me finish dogs. I can if I got to work on one, I'm getting ready for a hunt. If I got to set one up or something like that, I can count on Zach to be at the tree waiting on one. If I cut one to it or something yeah. like that, Zach's a, Zach's a big help to me. So yeah, he you puts know, in a lot of work. Yeah, and you know, like you and I have talked a few times. You know, I mean that that right there, folks. That is why you take a kid hunting. That right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just, you got to get these youngins in the woods and, uh, you know, Tanner went out of his way, took that young man to the youth nationals and, uh, y'all went up there and had a blast. We did. We had a great yeah. time. Yeah. We had a great time. He's, he's ready for it again this year. We're going to haul him back up there this year. Uh oh. See if him and see, see uh, if him and Floyd, Floyd can, see if him and Floyd can, can get it done or not. So. Oh boy. Well, big, big time. Shout out to Zach and Floyd. Uh, we want to wish them the best of luck at Youth Nationals this year. Uh, Tanner, you, I'm sure you're probably going to make that trip this time. Yes, sir. Yeah, go yes, there sir, and support gonna, him. We, yes, sir, we're going to haul him up there. Word is, after last night, Cheyenne might have him handling a bench dog while we're up there, too. So Uh-oh. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Man, we're going to be calling this man the bread man at the end of the day. You keep on. We're going to have to be beating Zach. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm telling you, he's he's tough now, boy. If I make a mistake, he'll darn sure tell me about it. Well, good I for promise Zach. You. Good for Zach. Well, I, we're going to have to make sure that, uh, you know, we give big big shout out to Zach. Uh, I, I'm glad that you're in the woods and Tanner. Uh, he couldn't be he couldn't be hunting with a better person. I mean, Tanner, Tanner Mooney, folks. Well, I appreciate that. I, I just think the world of this young man, Tanner Mooney is a good man. He takes this young and hunting. I mean, they stay in the woods as much as you can stay in the woods. You <laughs> auctioneer quite a bit. And I know there's been times you call me and you just, man, I'm wore out, but I'm headed to pick up Zach. Zach called me. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. If he goes, I call him my little brother. Cause I, he, yeah. he, if you see me most time, you'll see Zach. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, you rodeoed a little bit. 
Yes, sir. Rodeoed a good bit. I actually, I actually got out of coon hunting for a little bit too. Rodeo. Really? High school rodeo went to high school finals. Uh, when I was in high school, pro rodeoed a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. IPRA and stuff like that. Some SRA rodeos, jackpotted. Yeah. Stuff like that. So. Yeah, won a few buckles. Yeah, sir. I won yeah. a few. Yeah, you won a few. Let's not understate it because we know from uh, facts for facts. I mean. Tearing money, folks. Where's new buckles? <laughs> uh, well, I I ain't been to a rope in a long time. This one I've got on is from a few years ago. I ain't got no shiny ones here no, lately, but no. yeah, I've got some tarnished ones put up. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so now now you're part of uh, Ringtails and Tall Tales Pro Staff. Yes, sir. Yes, I mean, sir. I am. Couldn't be happier to be with them. Great guys. Uh, Philip, he's he's a about as good a guy as you'll ever meet. Yeah. If I need anything, all I got to do is shoot a message. And it's handled. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, really, really, really proud to be a part of that team. Glad to see, glad to see what the future holds for us. I think it's going to be big. Yeah. I mean, and so we're starting a pro staff over there. And, um, you know, yes, what sir. we're trying to do is we're trying to bring in the best of the best. And it's not necessarily uh, – just talent. We're, we're, we're wanting to bring in good personalities. We're wanting to bring in people who can get together and talk and we can go out, yeah. we can share experiences in the field. You know, I mean, just today, I mean, you called me today and you're like, Hey, yes, brother, what's I up? Did. <laughs> I did. And you was actually out in the field testing some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You got, some, sure you got, yeah. Some, you got some antennas and some other things and yeah. boy that razor that razor vest you got i'm gonna have to get philip i'm gonna have to get me one of them things let me tell you I've something got the old, that razor vest is no joke it's a totally that different thing is sharp that yeah. thing is sharp i've got the old the old two pocket razor vest i'm gonna have to upgrade i'm behind the times i've seen that well i see you one, wearing that where's that razor vest at where's the razor vest this one i tell you what i love about this one is one of probably one of my favorite things is i didn't even realize it until i was going through things I was looking at it and I was like, my gosh, man. Sorry, I still got all my stuff in it from where I was working on in the field today. I was training that butch pup. You know about that butch pup. I don't even <laughs> talk about it. Oh, yeah. But Wild joker. I was thinking about three pockets that are in the very front right here. And I was like, yeah, you know, I can put my water bottle here, my 200 here, but over here I put my TM25. And you know yourself, you, I got this TM25 from you. Um, trying to find something that'll fit a TM25 is difficult. Yeah, that thing's bulky. It's bulky. And when I got it from you, you actually gave me a pouch. Mm -hmm. You're like, here's your pouch for 25. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, but another thing I noticed about it that just slipped my eye is you can open oh, it up. Sweet. Do you see that in the camera right there? Look at that. Mm -hmm. I mean, you folks, you can put your it, – it's waterproof. You can put all your stuff in here, your medicine, your wallet, your phones, whatever you need to do. You can put it in that pouch. It's got a mesh back on it. I tell you what, this new razor, that that is the way to go. I absolutely love this razor pouch. I will be showing another one uh this hopefully within the next few days, another razor setup that we got here that is absolutely incredible. Um but yeah, I love these razor products, man. Absolutely love yeah, them. They're great. They're yeah. great. And, and the quality of the and I like the buckles instead of the velcro. Mm -hmm. uh you always catch that velcro and it just eventually it just and it don't hang no more you know what i'm saying yeah that's right yeah so uh so um what are some pointers um you at 23 years old um yes. you've accomplished quite a bit i mean let's just be honest here you're 23 years old you've accomplished more than most guys have in the whole sport at 23 years old um what are some pointers you would give some guys as far as starting, what kind of dog do you think a starting handler should start out with? I think a, a guy or a kid or whatever that's starting out wanting to go to some competition hunts, you need something that's easy to call, something with a good mouth. That's what I preach that. I like a dog with a big mouth. I don't yeah. like an average mouth dog. I like one I can hear through there. I like. I want. I want one when when that rascal rolls it over. I want. I want him chill bumps. <laughs> I exactly. Feel I want to feel. I it. want the hair stand up on the back of my neck when he comes up. That's right. Um, if a man's gonna, and there's different levels of comp punch. You know, 
you know as well as I do, you can go anything anywhere from a thirty dollar hunt to now they have the sixty five hundred dollar pro classics, the hundred thousand dollar hunts, that kind of stuff. So a man, a man really needs something to stay. If you're gonna hunt the bigger hunts, you need something to stay to yourself. Yeah. And really, in my opinion, the what we're doing this for is the three coons. You want one that's gonna have a coon over his head when he parts. That's right. That's my big thing. And a lot of these guys, my biggest tip is put that Garmin down. Mm-hmm. Learn your dog. If you're going to go to a competition hunt. It's all right here. Learn your dog. That's exactly right. Learn every bark. If you lay in the woods with that dog and, you know, really listen to him and watch him, you'll know if he's in a hole, if he's running through some thick stuff, if he's got one stretched out over a field. Yeah. You know, that Garmin don't tell you all that. You look down at that Garmin, and he, he may be in some thick stuff, not moving real quick, and it'll show him treed. That's right. He ain't treed. He's just trying to get out of that thick stuff. If you'll learn that dog, you'll know what he's doing. You ain't got to right. have that Garmin. Yeah. Well, that's some good points there. I mean, and, and you know, and I say, and it's something I really focus on on my pups personally, and I'm just talking about my personal opinion. Um, uh, I spend a lot of time with my dogs personally out of the woods. Uh, wow. I take, I take them to work with me. I take them to tractor supply. Um, you just hunted with a gentleman recently, Norman Starling. Um, he's got the, uh, airplane dog. That's right. Um, you know, I, he, he does all that. He plays with him. He plays ball with him. And if you watch yeah, he that, loves dog, that dog, he loves that dog and that dog loves him. And you know, right. I, I admire, I admire any man that loves a dog that much. Uh, mm-hmm. because that really shows me that you've put in the time and, yes. and when a dog goes hunting and he has the meat and buddy, that that's your buddy. That's you, right. You even prouder because it's when you're, well, there ain't you're no better feeling in the world. No. And, and that's kind of what my perspective of it is. It's kind of like start from scratch, start with right. a pup, you know, don't, don't open them up to all these. Uh, I think one of the biggest mistakes is, is roll cages. You know, mm-hmm. uh, staying away from live coon, I, I don't do a whole lot of live coon training. I might show my, my, my hounds a coon live one time, uh, right. with fancy. She never even saw one alive. Uh, she was a complete natural, mm-hmm. you know, and some are like that. Some are like that. Right. Uh, but that would be a big piece of advice that I would give to someone as well is guys, right. just make sure that remember, these are scent hounds. We are dealing with scent hounds here. We're not dealing with a visual greyhound per se, okay? Right. Not saying a greyhound can't use their nose for anybody out there that has greyhounds. <laughs> you know, don't come bash me. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to compare here. Uh, this is not a visual hound. This is a scent hound. So the more that you can take and you can invest into that nose, that's why I play ball because every time I throw that ball, man, that, that dog has to find that scented ball. He has to find that scent. And so I'll take a little coon scent when they're babies, and I'll just put a little coon scent on them ball, on a ball, and I throw them. Yeah. And uh, by the by the time they're in the woods, they're going pew pew pew. I know what they're looking for. They're they're looking for that ball. Yeah. It's fun. And that's the thing. And, and I mean, this is this is just my opinion. They each their own. I mean, a lot of guys have a lot of success with showing dogs, you know, a cage coon. Right. You know, showing pups cage coons. So me. I don't, me personally, I don't show my pups a case coon. I take my pups straight to the woods, yeah. walk them, walk hunt a little bit to start them. I'll have, I may have a feeder or something, or I'll have a spot where I know there's coons on the ground and I try to get them on a hot track. Yeah. And uh, I'll, when I start pups, I'll start them with old dog. And when they go to treeing, I bring, once they figure out, I'll knock a few coons up to them and I'll bring them back and I'll put them back by themselves and finish them out that way. Yeah, good point. I just I have better to me. I have better luck not showing a pup a cage coon. I when I was younger, I thought you had to show a pup a cage coon because I didn't know what it was, and you have all you're doing is teach them to bark at something. Yeah, and their their natural instinct as a pup is to bark at a coon. That's yep. what they're bred to do. If they see it, they're gonna go. They go Ow. I mean, they're <laughs> gonna freak out. Yeah. And I mean, when you cut them in the woods, if you're in a comp hunt or whatever, every coon they tree ain't gonna be right in front of them. Exactly. You gotta teach them how to. Gotta teach them how to work scent. So I don't. I don't tell my pups cage coon. I'm sure some guys do, and I'm probably gonna get flack over it. But each their own. If you have great luck own. with it, 
if you got great luck with it, hey, she keep showing them to them. That's I right. just my personal preference. I don't. Yeah, yeah, and it, I'm the same way. You know, I have nothing against it if if that's what the, if that's what you do. That's what you do. Um, I'm yeah. just talking about from my experience. You know, I have ruined more dogs than I have ever made showing them a, a live coon. Um, uh, especially right. them treeing contest. I love, I love watching mm -hmm. them, but I tell you what, if you want to make a coon dog, I wouldn't do it doing that. So, <laughs> no, you know, um, but you know, let's move on to competition hunting. Uh, okay. you know, if, if someone's new to competition hunting, um, I'm going to say one of the biggest things coming into competition hunting is for someone new. I say they need to know the rule book. Yes, sir. That's I will. You took the word right out of my mouth. Read your rule book. If That's you're right. gonna start competition hunting, read your rule book. I've heard so many people say, "Oh, I got screwed over this, this, and that." And I'm not saying it don't happen because it does. Sure, it's very seldom, but it does. But about ninety percent of that people saying they're getting screwed over, a lot of times is because they didn't know their rules. And you've got somebody on that cast that knows his rules, like the backside of his hand. That's right. And he's using them to, to his advantage. Our job as a handler in a competition hunt is to help our dogs doing the work. We got to play those rules and use those rules that have been put into effect to help our dog as much as we can. Mm -hmm. That's our job as a handler. Mm -hmm. So read your rule books. Yeah, that's right. I mean, because if you listen, I mean, and I agree with you. Hundred percent. I mean, and I've I fell victim to it. I, I've I fell in that pool of wanting to you know get on board mm -hmm. with that crap. And at the end of the day, I mean, you got to hold yourself responsible. At the end of That's the right. day, you know, if it all went down, it went down the way it wasn't supposed to go. There was a way out at the beginning. Yeah, you should have took the way and, out. And a lot of that, and that goes with another thing. Reading your rule book, if something goes on in a cast that you know ain't right somebody's doing something that ain't right there's rules put in place to fix it that's question right. it take it back to the clubhouse that's why we have that's why we have that rule that's right. why we have a master of hounds sitting at the clubhouse to figure it out you know yeah. figure out who you know what's right in that situation so if you read that rule book you'll save yourself a lot of headache that's right that's right and 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 i'm going to give a piece of advice to everybody and in, in in my opinion this is a this is something that my dad instilled in me when I was a young man. He said, uh, relax, <laughs> relax. And I, I didn't, I didn't never really knew what relax meant until I got older. And what he was, what he was saying is, is that first drop boy, everybody out of the gun, boy, they striking their dogs. Everybody mm -hmm. first drop, everybody striking them in. And my dad, boy, he, he's known just to kind of lean back against the tree. You, oh, won't, yeah. hear, you won't hear no word from him. And he'll say, Hank struck. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, and he'll just lay back. And, and you know, most guys are beat at the first tree. They are. They beat themselves. A lot they of guys beat themselves. That's exactly right. Well, I mean, we're not, we're not at war here. We're, right. we're having fun. We're coon hunting. We're having fun. Call your dog like he, like he sounds. That's right. If, if you get beat at the end of the day, but you called your dog the way he, you know, the way you perform, you can't beat yourself up about it because, right. hey, they're dogs. They're not perfect. The best ones in the country have bad days. Absolutely. Just go out there and have fun. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I agree. Well, so being on the pro staff, I mean, when you're coming on a pro staff, what do you think, what do you think the obligation of a pro staffer is? Well, to me, I'm, I'm very fortunate to be on the ringtails and tall-tails pro staff team. Uh, very happy, very blessed to be on that team. Looking forward to it. The biggest thing with a pro staff team is those guys are, they believe in you. They're trusting you. They're they are letting you, you know, they're giving you products for you to use and stuff like that. I think you, you need to really be cordial, be nice to everybody and represent that business in the best light you possibly can. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's just my opinion. You know, be nice to everybody. It, it don't hurt nobody to be be nice that's exactly right that's exactly right and you know a lot of people don't understand when, when you're sponsored uh they think oh you're just gonna get all this free stuff and oh i'm sponsored well it doesn't really work like that it doesn't you Gosh. have to earn your way up you know i mean you and i both right. come from rodeo backgrounds i rode bulls and you roped and you know 
we both had sponsors and then i went on to bass mm-hmm. fishing and i had sponsors in bass fishing and i started with nothing and then i worked my way up the ladder uh but it's earned right it's earned with your performance and yeah. so i feel like as when a pro staffer myself was being on ring and tails with you um mm-hmm. it is my obligation to make sure that i'm moving product for that company if i am exactly. not moving product for that company I'm not doing my job as a pro staffer, you uh-huh. know, and, and that's what folks need to understand. They need, they need to quit walking around with their hand out, yep. put in your work and people will call yeah. you. That's exactly right. I promise now, you. If that. you're on a, if you're on a pro staff team, just like me and you are with ringtails and tall tails, they expect us, they, they chose us to be on the pro staff team because we're at the hunts, right. you know, people like us. Not everybody. I ain't going to say that because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that don't like me. But, <laughs> but, you know, we're trying to, you know, we we try to put everything in, a, in the best light we possibly can, when you know, when we're out and about. But at right. the same time, you know, if say you're at a hunt and some guy comes up to you and says, hey, man, where you get that razor vest at? You know, if you're on the pro staff, it's your responsibility to say, oh, man, I got it over at Ringfield's Tall Tales. You ought to go over and check them out. That's exactly right. You know? That's exactly right. Well, so, so it, you got to put the business in a good light. You really got to, you know, you got, got to try to push some product a little bit. And, yeah. You know, talking about pushing product. So chemo won you a pretty big product. Yes, sir. We done, we done pretty yeah. good with old chemo. We, we got us a little, little four wheeler win. Yeah. A four wheeler up there in Tennessee. So a little, he a was, little four wheeler, he says. Yeah. A little, a little four wheeler up there in Tennessee. He's, I'll tell you that dog was a blessing to me. Tyler, Tyler and Allie and Joe Yoder, they've got him now. Uh, they kind of, Chemo got a little age on him. We quit hunting. He quit putting him in competition hunts. They've got him up for a breeding, bringing some really nice females to him. But Chemo was a big blessing to me and my family. We, you know, we won some hunts with him and done really well. And yeah, he's a, he may be a blue tick, but he's a sharp one. Yeah. Well, for those who don't know, we, we got to talk about your Uncle Jimmy. so for for a brief Uh, second i mean eventually folks uh tanner's uncle jimmy he is an absolute trip he's he's a a sport to listen to an absolute hoot Uh, just tell us a little bit about jimmy okay so jimmy a lot of y'all that know me will know jimmy because if he if i'm at a hunt most time he is my truck man that is between him and my dad those those are my truck guys right there yeah and uh so jimmy he's got the He's got the, I guess you would say, the job of certified truck man, and he is a trip. Let yeah. me tell you. Does he hold the truck he's down? A, he holds truck down. He's good. <laughs> he, keeps his, he keeps the drinks cold and the snacks ready. I'll say that. <laughs> he's a he's a mess, boy. He Jimmy grew up coon hunting, and uh, him and Jimmy's one of my other Cofer, Mister Jimmy Cofer. Jimmy Cofer, and. Yeah, he. I call him my uncle. He is not really my uncle, but he is. He grew up with my grandpa and my grandpa's brother. So Jimmy is officially. He was my dad's uncle Jimmy, and he is my uncle Jimmy. That's right. He's an and adopted he treats, uncle Jimmy. <laughs> he is an adopted uncle Jimmy. He treats me like I'm his own grandkid. Yeah. Jimmy was a big handler. Handled some big time dogs back in the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. Big time coon hunter. He still coon hunts with me. He's up in his. He's getting on. I ain't gonna tell Jimmy's age because he's yeah. like cut me if I do. <laughs> he's getting. He's getting up there a little bit. He still coon hunts with me. But Jimmy's big deal now is the squirrel dogs. Yeah, and let me tell you, he loves him some squirrel hunting. I heard this him guy's my like dad, a legend. He is the walking encyclopedia on squirrel dogs. He is. <laughs> In his old world, you guys that are listening, go on my Facebook, send me a friend request, and look look up the video, the man, the myth, the legend, Jimmy Cofer. Himself. It, the himself, live <laughs> and in color. It is hilarious. Oh, he kind of got well, kind of got him a little social media famous when I posted that video. <laughs> yeah. It was but an absolute trip. He's something else. Uh, I don't know what I'd do without him. He's a big help yeah. to me if – I know if, if I'm going to hunt, I ain't got nobody to go with me. I I pick up the phone and say, oh, Uncle Jimmy, what you doing this weekend? He said, depends on what you doing. And <laughs> I, said, well, I'm going, yeah, I said, I said well, I'm going to hunt. What you think? He said, come yeah. by here and pick me up. Just let me know when you're going to be here. Well, so, let's go. 
uh, he's he's always sitting on ready. You know, he's he's my he's my backup, my truck man, and my bodyguard at sometimes. That old so, good old ride or die, huh? Oh yeah, he's he's yeah. the man. Yeah, but, uh, he's. Yeah. I'm telling you, old Uncle Jimmy, now he got him some squirrel dogs down there. He's got some good ones. Does he? We will. Yeah, we've he's he's got most of my hunting spots are down around his house. He's got some of the best hunting in Georgia. We go down there and we can't hunt and during squirrel season during squirrel season, if you cannot find Jimmy Kofer or my dad there in Crawfordville, Georgia squirrel hunting, I promise you. You gonna be there. So they Yeah, and I if I'm not working, I'm or at a hunt, I'm there with them. <laughs> yeah, you gonna be so there. We we pour it to them pretty good, but yeah. Yeah, Uncle Jimmy, he's Give a shout out to him. He's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Good one. Big shout out, Jim, uh, Jimmy Cofield. Big shout out to you, buddy. Uh, yeah. I look forward to getting up there. We're gonna be we're gonna be doing a big squirrel hunt up there here soon. You know, we're, we're, we're gonna try to. It. Hopefully, when it cools off a little bit, to them a little bit. Golly. Yeah, shoot, you don't want to be up here right now. It's a little warm. Whew, down here in Florida today, when I was out there testing all these antennas, mm. but I was like standing out there in that cornfield. And I was like, man, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> I should have really thought it's about a, doing this late in the evening. But uh, it's the same way. It's hot. The squirrels are the squirrels are. You can't find them with the leaves on the tree. The snakes are moving. It's a little rough right now. It's a little sketchy yeah. up here, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, what's your future plans uh, in the sport, Tanner? Future plans: uh, keep rocking on like I'm doing. I hope to win some. You know, keep winning. It's a Good Lord, bless me enough to win a few more. And uh, got some pups coming along. Got some young dogs that are we fixing to go to pushing. Got slim and fancy. Um, got some got some pups coming up that I think here in the next, you know, here in the near future are going to be pretty good. So hopefully we got some good ones to haul here coming up quick. And uh, try to hit as many as we can. Hopefully have a little luck. Well, Tanner, I've really enjoyed talking to you, brother. It's an honor yes, to be on the pro staff with you. I'm telling you, we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun with this. And um, is there is there any message you'd like to leave to everybody out there? Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to thank a few people. Absolutely. And I'm sure these they're gonna be some I miss. And if I do, I'm sorry. Uh, you know who you are. I'd like to thank yourself. You know, me and you, me and you, we've been through a lot together. Been like brothers. You know, we mm-hmm. we hunt a lot. Your your family, your mom and dad, they've been great to me. Uh, I'll thank the world of Big Wayne, as I call him. Oh, Big Wayne. uh, Your dad, Big Wayne. Uh, My mom and dad, my mom and dad, my sister, fiance, grandparents, Uncle Jimmy, Zach. uh, There's another boy up here I hunt with that me and him's pretty tight. Walker Kastner and his family, Danny, Jeremy, and those guys. I'd like to give a shout out to them. Good people. Um, You know, I just. Very blessed. Got a lot of people behind me. A big shout out to Ringtails and Tall Tails there. You know, they, they keep heck me hooked group, up. Man. I want that guy. A heck of a group. <laughs> what, they're, what they're fixing to do with, with, the, with the industry is what's supposed to be done. Yeah, uh, and Phillip's a good guy as you'll ever deal with. I, I think That's so, for too. Sure. I, I, I just think the world of Phillip. And a uh, big shout out to Phillip. He's a big sponsor of this show. And, man, without without Phillip, Tater Bait Company, you know, we we have some amazing sponsors coming on board. Your sister, uh, your sister also. Yeah. She just got handler handler spotlight. So uh, she did. She she's one of them AKC girls. We ain't gonna yeah. give her too much slack. Yeah, yeah. Well, I ain't gonna yeah. talk about them dogs. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing about no show dog. You know, uh, <laughs> but you know, uh, but I'm very proud of her and her accomplishments. She's accomplished a lot, and a uh, big shout out to her. I mean, she really has. And uh, Cheyenne, I know, I know you're listening, Cheyenne. So uh, listen here. Congratulations! I hope you keep whooping up on Tanner. That show. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps me. She keeps me straight. That's for sure. Right. Well, Tanner, it was good talking to you, brother. God bless. You know, yes, I, love sir, you, you I love you to death, and we'll be talking to you soon. All right, brother. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Enjoyed it. All right, man. I enjoyed it too. Take care.
tell me a little bit about this uh, Floyd dog. The Floyd dog. Isn't that what you call him? Floyd. Yes, sir. Floyd. Okay. Yeah. Re re really and truly, Floyd's probably the first dog that I really done a lot of winning with. We done really good with him. Placed him at the Georgia State Hunt. Got him. Got a calf went on him at all the moats. Done really well with him there. Got him in a lot of other, you know, finals. Uh, got him through to the zones for the UKC World Hunt. Done a lot of winning with Floyd. He's a uh, more more of an ambush style dog. He's not really what I'm hunting now, but yeah. still a still yeah. good still a you know a good solid coon dog. Yeah, really a coon trigger. Yeah, he got hurt too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He not too long ago, actually. He, yeah, uh, got. We was hunting him, and he got over a barbed wire fence, and we ended up having to get him cut. So, oh no, oh yeah, no, we had to get him. We ended up having to neuter him. So, kind of that's kind of a bad break there. Bad break there. He's getting the age. Was kind of done hunting him. We was going to start breeding him a little bit, and that happened. So we lost that. Uh, but, that, that had to be a tough but, break. <laughs> it was. 